Greetings, nerds. This is Clean and Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. Happy, happy birthday again. Hope you're, hope you're doing well, though. I'm glad that uh, I know it's Monday, and I'm glad you're feeling, feeling well, so... I I am I'm it's it's Monday. I mean, yeah. I had a power outage, uh, or not a power outage, an internet outage, which is basically a power outage. Like, yeah. let's be honest with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it is about at this day. Yeah, I mean, we can't function without the internet, right? <laughs> For half a day, <laughs> like from five five thirty a.m. to noon, no power, no internet, and I was just like, what? Look, but. That is not why we're here to talk, because I could go on a 20-minute rant, and there are no segues, so I'm just going to jump into what we are here to talk about tonight. We are here to start things off with the headlines. Um, The Flash movie, that I still don't believe is actually happening, has cast Young and the Restless, Sasha Cal, as Supergirl, and she will be the first Latina in the DCEU. Yeah, yeah, this was um, post, I guess this happened Friday, I guess, um, uh, Andy Machete, um, the director of the Flash film, uh, posted on his Instagram a uh, message where he called her to to, to uh, share the, the, the great news that she was cast as Supergirl in the, in the Flash film, and uh, of course, this had been teased that, the, that Supergirl was going to, at some point, show up in the DCEU and uh, you know wondered if it was going to be a standalone film or or uh, as part of another project and clearly this is the case uh, so yeah it was um, you know of course uh, false logic did a pretty pretty awesome rendering of her as as supergirl and um, and then of course you know you, you, you always get the, the haters who like oh she's not you know she's not blonde da, da, da. but you know I think it's I think it's pretty awesome after all we do have a multiverse, so you know there's wide space for many people to portray these characters. Yeah, let's just hope she gets more than one scene, and that yeah. scene is not like then cuts in the movie. Oh yeah, well, we'll be the shitstorm that was uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League. <laughs> I think we can all be assured of that. No, but, that's uh, that's being corrected with a four-hour yeah. movie, not yeah. series. True. Writer. True, true, but yeah, but um, yeah, but I'm actually I'm, I'm pretty excited about about this. I mean, it seems that you know, like you said, uh, this much rumored film is finally starting to uh, starting to come together. So, uh, so yeah, I think we'll have. It seems like a lot of potential, and of course, it's going to you know be their ad- adaptation to Flashpoint. So, um, you know, so of course we'll see. You know, we had the earlier news about Michael Keaton and. Uh, now Supergirl, and who knows who else will will show up, and given that they're doing Flashpoint, so I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. And also, DCU—they're known for their interpretations of classic comic book storylines. They <laughs> <laughs> never get it wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we get, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, well, there's the fandom you know theorizing and how they would do it and then there's the dceu and then of course even with marvel we you know think we'll get into later with wandavision how uh how the the executive producers or showrunners will put their own spin on on the classic stories right 
Um, speaking about classic stories, John Wesley Ship returns as the Golden Age Flash on Stargirl. Yeah. It has begun, I, I'm assuming, has begun production on season two? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw uh, he actually posted on his socials, uh, New Adventure Begins, and it was Atlanta. And Stargirl films their, the series in, in Atlanta, uh, I think on the same lot as, uh, as um, Doom Patrol. So, um, yeah, so he, so yeah, that was news from last week and yeah, he's going to, you know, of course, uh, Jay Garrick flash was a part of the justice society of America. So, and, and of course during season one, we, you know, whenever we did see their, um, hall of heroes, uh, when, uh, star girl was getting all her, um, equipment, uh, illegally after, um, uh, Owen oh, Wilson's character, like uh, stripey, uh, you know, which showed her to cave. Yeah. So one? yeah, we saw yeah. So we saw like the Alex Ross paintings of all those characters. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said Owen L- Wilson when you met Luke Wilson. I met Luke Wilson. Yeah. Thanks for the correction there. Yeah, I was like blanking. Actually, on, yeah. I've actually not start, um, thought about Star Girl since we stopped covering <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, truth be told, truth be told, I, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the series, but, you know, it hasn't been one where I've gone back and rewatched, so. Well, not even thought about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm still holding a torch for Krypton, which was canceled (laughs) a long time ago, so it's just interesting to me, but, um, those are our headlines, surprisingly. Um, for some reason, Will doesn't want to talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer that was released and all of the blood and the guts and pretty much the Sub-Zero. I feel like they used all of their best bits with him, yeah. mm-hmm. which makes me nervous for the movie itself because I feel like they're going all in with Sub-Zero and he's probably going to die very wimpily. So Probably. Well, I, I didn't put the trailers on there because I know sometimes with trailer talk you're like i haven't watched it or you don't want to get spoiled by the trailer so i just yeah i (laughs) I really don't want to be spoiled by mortal kombat i mean i only grew up with the franchise and the video game and i I just feel like it's it's pretty much on the same level as a nolan film (laughs) yeah I have to say, I was pretty excited about this trailer. I, I, I was when I first saw another Mortal Kombat film coming out. I was kind of leery, but after after seeing this, this after seeing the trailer last week, I, I I'm on board. I, I I'm I'm kinda, I'm looking forward to this one. You and a lot of people. I mean, the trailer is badass. Let's call yeah. <laughs> spade a spade. It they that that is a very well edited, put together trailer that explains to you when we say are we mean are mm-hmm. and the the fighting is going to be on par and how these characters are utilized but again i really only saw sub-zero do the cool stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true that is very true and that's all we need yeah and i and that and i was like okay go ahead take my money when i saw that so <laughs> yeah oh wait isn't it going to be on hbo max yeah, so money's already taken. <laughs> money's already taken. Yeah, you already have my money. Um, Will, what is going on in Freeland this week? Yeah, so Freeland this week, uh, we're at chapter two, the book of reconstruction, unacceptable losses, 
for Black Lightning, and many things are going on in Freeland. Jefferson is completely off the hook as far as just being very, very reckless with using his powers and and to the point where he used them. Uh, He was very, I guess he had a restless night, went out on the front porch and just had a rage lightning storm, and then he just passed out on the porch and... Uh, Lynn found him the next morning and, you know, Gamby's warned him not to use the powers without, without the suit because, you know, it will, it can, it, it will damage him. So we, we had that. And also Jefferson, uh, continues to feel very guilty for Henderson's death and, and, you know, the fallout from, from all the things that happened in the prior season. So, um, he, uh, at the end of the episode, he, uh, went to one of the gangbangers, um, home and again not in costume and um basically you know told him to you know stop stop the stop the violence and stuff and and of course um you know very reckless and then the most reckless thing was uh he and tobias actually had had a showdown in the parking lot when tobias was coming from an event and um jefferson lit him up but Tobias, with his new serum that he has, is is uh, is currently can can handle Jefferson's attacks. And so, of course, um, you know they had some they had some words in the parking lot. And um, you know, again, Jeff, you know, Gamby and everyone's like Jefferson, you're being very reckless. But that that was some of the three, you know, as far as Jefferson's antics this episode. Uh, also, continuing the. Uh, the new police chief uh, has acquired directed energy weapons because she is on a meta hunt. And uh, so things aren't safe for, for meta humans in, in Freeland anymore. Uh, not that they were before, but, uh, you know, there is the, the police department has upped the ante as far as being able to uh, hunt those individuals down if they fail to uh, register and, 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 and not use their powers. So that, was something that you know again it's a fallout from all the events that's happened earlier in this in the series. Uh, also, the gangs are back and Lala, uh, as far as the 100 and Cobra Cartel, has uh, been taken over by Miss Lady Eve's underling. And really, this, again, how this show really gets is grounded, uh, and you know where especially where you see the consequences of big epic battles, because uh, in this case there was a teacher who works in Jefferson's high school. Um, his family, uh, it was, it ended up losing their home, uh, after the, after the war in the prior season. And so the uh, 100 and the Cobra cartel were, were having, um, a lot of their fights in this area of town of Friedland, where a lot of these people who are now homeless and uh, are living, and uh, sadly, a, a young child was caught in a crossfire. Uh, their car was all shot up, and so uh, Anissa and her her friend tried to to save the kid, but uh, it was you know unfortunately he he died, and of course um, uh, Jefferson was you know very torn up about it when when the teacher came to him and talked about his situation and. You know, not only did he lose a son to the to the violence, but then Child Protective Services took his kid, his remaining children away because they don't have a home. So, you know, it was again just you know showing you know a lot of the times in these when we have 
these superhero shows and stuff. You know, you see all this damage happen, but you don't see the collateral damage of the civilian population. Uh, so really, this week in Black Lightning, they they really touched on some of that this week. So uh, so there was that. And then the last point uh, is um, Lynn uh, is continuing to dabble with uh, various serums and, and trying to uh, help Anissa and, and Jennifer out in the streets. But the girls are like, Mom, you're getting in the way and you need to stop. You know, we have we've had training. You haven't. Stay in your lane. Uh, and even Jefferson was warning her of the same, like, stay in the stay in, Lynn, you need to be, you don't need to be doing this. And, and I, I thought, you know, and, and just from an analysis standpoint, I, I agree. I think I, I liked what I liked about Lynn was that she wasn't a meta and she was always using her brains and exceptional talents there to help resolve issues instead of, you know, we have plenty of metas on this show. And I, I thought about Cecile on the flash as well. I mean, where I like Cecile Horton on The Flash was when she was just a normal lawyer, a normal person helping the rest of the team. We didn't need to add another meta. And I feel the same way with, with Lynn as well. So hopefully uh, the talk that the kids and, and, and Jefferson had with her will will come, you know, will make her rethink the next time she wants to dabble in the serum. So, yeah, so Black Lightning, you know, it, it, it continues to... Uh, continues to impress. I mean, it really is hitting its stride, and is, again, it's just unfortunate that it's this last season. But so far, uh, I know it's only two episodes in. But uh, if they continue to have this solid writing like they're having now, they'll they'll go out with a with a very strong with a strong finish. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah. You want? I mean, we always say it every time we talk about Black Lightning. It's the last season, but it's better off to not kill the show by having a too long of a run but mm-hmm. it also sucks when it almost feels like it ended too soon it yeah. was just at its peak yeah um <laughs> anyway. moving on to gotham where yeah. we we get some ryan action as she um we finally get an episode where if it, it kind of felt very cohesive much more than recent episodes mm-hmm. i would say um, not my favorite episode this season. I think overall, I kind of still left a bit underwhelmed just because I, I felt like last season with the, the episodes, um, and maybe I'm also just looking at it from the second half of the season as opposed to the first half, Yeah, which we know <laughs> writing tends to be stronger in that second half. Mm-hmm. The, that I just felt like this was kind of okay. Let's let's make sure the audience knows that Ryan knows about Sophia, is a part of the team. Let's maybe have some some movement forward with her and Luke, and then two steps back, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. everybody's tracing down Karina Car- or, or however you want to pronounce that island, the map to the island. And so it's all about Jack Napier and the painting and everything. Um, but what were your thoughts about this week's episode? I actually, I, I liked this episode this week, actually. I, um, I did have a question for you, especially uh, given your, your thoughts. The one thing I'm, I'm finding uh, this season is I'm finding Alice is a, a, a it's a less interesting character for me. Mm. Uh, 
just because, and, and I know they're trying to integrate the two, you know, her storyline, and of course, obviously being Kate's sister. But I just, I, I don't know. It's just uh, this this week. I, I I agree with you that it felt like a more cohesive story because, um, you know, because with the Napier painting being tied to, um, you know, the map to Coriana to be able to you know, hopefully rest, maybe find Kate. Uh, so, you know, you, you know, the, the, all the pieces seem to fit a lot better. And like last week's episode where it felt like we were really in t- you know, two episodes within one. Right. <laughs> um, but um, so, but but I don't know. It's just something. It's just I don't. It's just something about the way. I don't know if there. It's, I don't know if it's like underplaying Alice or what. But I just, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It's just I, I'm just I'm just not feeling it this season. And then this the the story with with Ocean and the the flashbacks and the, the repressed memories. It just feels like there are. They're searching for searching for a purpose for for continuing this character on the show when they uh, you know when they're when they're trying to establish Ryan as 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 a new Batwoman. I I think Alice is is still interesting to me, mm-hmm. but I completely understand all of your points. And I I think the difference between Alice season one and Alice season two is they told Alice's origin story in such a way that allowed her to be the villain in um, present day. Mm -hmm. And there was still like this semblance, especially because of Kate, of she, of of pity and sympathy, you know? Like, oh, well, she got captured. She she um, she was raised. She was forgotten about abandonment and all of that. Mm-hmm. And 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 as viewers, every we're shown everything through Kate's perspective. So we saw, well, Kate, Kate wants to redeem Alice. Kate wants her sister. And they did that really well with the multiverse um, yeah. whole scenario that it played out. Yeah. And I think. I I don't think that it's because we have Ryan instead of Kate that the main problem is. I think, especially in this episode, it stuck out that now they introduce this past love mm-hmm. of Alice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. And I rolled my eyes at this. Alice is a villain. She doesn't yeah. need freaking Prince Charming. <laughs> Especially when he looks and sounds like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I want, like, no. No. I was like, I was like crushing on ocean. <laughs> we need a, a somebody who who she she should be like. We need the version of Jack Nabier and them yeah. having a fling. That makes a lot more sense to make sure that Alice is Alice needs to be devious and we this and it's I'll be honest the thing that bothers me most about the Sophia storyline is oh my god is it ever season three of Arrow and it just it's mm-hmm. it's too familiar for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. way too familiar with all of the tropes and the beats and now we got a, a forgotten love affair very much like Sarah and um Nissa, so it's just I don't know. I yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that criticism of that, of especially whenever we first got 
the, the Sophia story. It was like it, it, it. There were a lot of I saw a lot of arrow comparisons made, like you're that you're doing as well. Because yeah, uh, it, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but you know, so that yes, yeah, so that was my as far as the Alice storyline this week. That that's something, and it may it you know, and of course the way the episode ended and tying it back to the uh, to the um, Napier painting. Okay, I, 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 you know, okay, we we get it. So we we see the purpose now for teaming Ocean and Alice together, uh, and to the to to the larger mystery that everyone is trying to solve, which is what happened to Kate. So so you know so so the, the, you know that that works. I do feel this week was probably one of the Sophie's best outings in the series. Yeah, I would agree with that. That Sophie, they they're they have some good setup going on with Sophie and Ryan mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah, and and I hope they don't rush it. I hope they let it slow. I I like that Ryan is against the crows. It makes that very clear. Mm-hmm. And um and and I like that fact that she's the only one who. I can't wait or wait for her to say, you know, yeah, Kate's missing, guys, but we still have an entire city to protect. Yeah. So what are we really doing here? What's really our mission? Because I didn't just sign up to fill in. And by filling in, it means we have to chase down all of these leads to find Kate. Like, I'm here to protect the streets. So I I wonder if they're going to go there eventually. Hopefully they do. Um, But... More so than last season, the animosity, I think, is more honest mm-hmm. between Batwoman and the Crows. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, all, all Crows are bastards. And uh, and I think, and again, I, you know, I, I think you, I mean, obviously, there are, there are obvious, uh, you know, uh, references to, to real world with, um Black Lives Matter and and just general police misconduct and it was some and you know clearly in this episode we, we saw many examples of the crows uh, abusing their authority uh, Jacob you know torturing the uh, guy who Batwoman had captured and of course uh, when they when they run down uh, Wolf Spider Evan mm-hmm. and. And 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 to your point, uh, as far as how they really are setting it up, and I hope they do continue this. We we got some early indications of it in the first few episodes when we had the flashback with Ryan and Sophie, uh, and and actually even current interaction with them whenever she was being questioned uh, about you know that 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 deep that hatred they were sowing the the seeds up. They were showing that that was there and. And and now, given that Ryan is Batwoman and having to work with the crows, um, you know that that conflict of that you know it, that again you couldn't really have that with Kate. I mean, you had it for different reasons, but now it's like you know obviously the now the 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 animosities because of the the corruption and and Ryan wanted to basically to take 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 the crows down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, and, and, and really, you know, really stuck out with, with me was, you know, whenever, uh, Sophie tossed the two badges of the, uh, individuals who ran down Wolf Spider, she's like, that's not enough. 
I mean, you know, that's just okay, fine. But what are what are you willing to do, Sophie? What are you willing to do as someone on the inside who sees this corruption every single day? Who you know, and now Ryan knows that, and 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 also like thinking about Luke as well. I mean, the crows are responsible his framed an innocent man for for killing Luke. Lucy's a murder. Yep. So. What are all you people doing? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are y'all so bent on upholding a system that's so corrupt? So I really like that, that angle of the story that they're telling this season and really hope they like you said they, they don't rush rush it through i mean they could really build that into something really nice storyline as, as we uh, of course deal with the mystery of kate yeah i i hope that this whole painting goes somewhere because they at this rate i feel like every episode is about a painting and i thought we finally put it into it and then they're like no that was a fake Yep, <laughs> and I'm just I'm like okay this okay yeah this, there better be a big payoff because they, especially assigning it to having the Jack Nabear um, alias a joke with the Joker alias and that tie in it, it there needs to be a payoff for that they they put way too much storyline into it for there not to be yeah um and and also this whole bullet scar from the kryptonian bullet mm-hmm. in case you'd forgotten she had gotten shot with a kryptonian bullet and it's been in, and she's infected infected yep. with what we don't entirely know uh, i think it's poisoning i mean I, I think if i recall um didn't we see this um Maybe a Supergirl, or I mean, or I've seen it in other mediums where people have been, where humans have been, you know, impacted yeah. by by kryptonite, and they, you know, get kryptonite poisoning. Well, I don't know. I didn't pay that too much attention to Supergirl. I just know that Supergirl gets infected. Right. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where that goes because that's another beat that is slowly being brought up again Mm -hmm. and again and again but but with these i think last last year i recalled like one two punch one two punch and Mm -hmm. this season so far it's been one (laughs) (laughs) one and a half (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like Okay, Carolyn, like, let's wrap it up. Where's your pace with some of these plot points? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they, you know, as we, as as you brought up the painting, and and we talked about earlier with Alice and Ocean, and how the episode ended with, you know, you know, given that 
the one that was at the, the, the collective party was was a forgery and 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 ocean and alice have the actual map and clearly sophia has a grander scheme at play at, at, at play here where uh they've repl- had their memories repressed of a, of a prior relate their prior relationship so uh, so how that all ties into to the to the painting and the map and and to the Joker, um, yeah, with Kate's disappearance, uh, you know, I think we'll get we'll get those. I think we'll get a little more soul of information each episode as we as we move forward. And and also what I did like this week was yes, the Kate's mis- Kate's disappearance was you know obviously hanging over, but I felt like it wasn't the even though it was one of the clear driving points of the episode, it didn't feel like it was taking up all the oxygen in the room this week. I mean, there were other, it felt like for example, the, the things we talked about with Sophie and Ryan and, and the choices that, you know, that Ryan had to make to, to work with the crows and, and, and of course Luke and Mary, as far as like, calling the shots and then ryan's just like after the end episode like look i I went your i did it your way and look what it got us so now if i'm going to be wearing this suit i'm calling the shots i I mean i like those i I like the evolution of ryan um and then of course her relationship with uh with um her ex-girl her her old girlfriend uh angelique um and, 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 you know, and again, how we, you know, how we talked about how her Angelique's and, and Victor's Al and, and, and Brian, you know, having a good understanding of the Gotham underworld, um, it is a, is an asset for her, uh, as Batwoman. So I think there's, you know, there a lot of little threads that are out there and hopefully I've seen, I've see, you know, I've enjoyed the series enough this season, and like you said to the to your point about the second half of last season, where the writing definitely got stronger, and I feel like overall the writing for the most part has been pretty strong this season. So uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll all those various threads will will come together in a cohesive arc for the season. Right, and on that note, let's talk some Wanda minus Vision or plus vision, however you want to interpret this week's episode. Um, it was Agatha all along, and that's it for WandaVision talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I saw a tweet. It was like, intro, filler, 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 filler. This twist, filler, filler, filler. But I, I thought that was a bit harsh. I, so... I, I, you know, I joked with you and I joked to send you a, a tweet this weekend. I joked with you about, yeah, I'm, I'm eating my words about this series and I am. Um, but uh, I, I like, you know, I thought it was a good kickoff for the third act of, of, of the series. Uh, even um, though we all saw it, even though we, everyone's, you know, agreed it was Agatha all along, but, but, I don't think that's the end. Clearly, that's not the end all as far as her being the true big bad. I mean, so. I think this episode is really hard to talk mm-hmm. about because the all of the really obvious criticism has already been said and is and is so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, we all knew Agatha about about that reveal, and it was just timing. Yeah. And 
and also and also coming out of last week's episode where there was that moment of Wanda expanding her powers and then pulling pretty much pulling vision back into the bubble they 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 try they had to do this episode where it was it was almost like a fishbowl of of Wanda in a way in an ironic way trapped in her own mind trying to be like comprehend what she did what is mm-hmm. actually happening and as as everything around her slowly kind of um unravels and and she's without vision during this episode and my favorite moment of the freaking entire episode was when they just deadpan to vision and he's mm-hmm. just like i'm not amused yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah i feel like whoever was the mastermind of this episode they had that single frame in their mind and they just had to figure out a way to pull it off because that was just Paul Bettany give him an Emmy just for the delivery of that line (laughs) yeah that that was definitely the standout (laughs) yeah and I haven't heard anybody and like point that out but you you're right that was the most yeah they that yeah they had that they were in the coffee shop somewhere, and they or or you know. No, they were stopped at the stoplight. And yeah, no, fact, no, no, I'm saying the writer who came up with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not amused. I just I love that. Um, so so I understand in the scheme of things, it's very similar to the first two episodes where everyone is kind of scratching their head, like, huh, okay, I hope it kind of picks up the pace here. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, yeah, it was Agatha all along, but there's so much more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, because to to pick up the point of vision, I mean, every time that he and Darcy were trying to come back into town, the, there was always some impediment. There was the kids, the the crossing, there was a stop. I mean, there was so many things happening. And finally, he was just like, "Oh, wait a minute! I'm Vision. I can just fly out of here." Right. Uh, but you know, so was that Wanda? Was that Agatha? Or was that some other per- the other true big bad in the story here? Because yeah. because I, even though it's Agatha all along, so so there's a couple ways you could look at this. I mean, you could look at it from the standpoint of Agatha in the comics. She helped Wanda learn how to to harness and use her powers. So, so on the one and and, and become the scar and, and you know become the Scarlet Witch. So on the one hand, I'm kind of like, well, is Agatha's purpose malevolent or is it benevolent? Uh, and that she, you know, what's her what's her true motivation here? Now, clearly, with the boys, you know, going, you know, watching Tommy and Billy, and uh, taking them to the house, and then, which I, you know, love a Yo Gabba Gabba <laughs> reference, you know, watching TV. I was just like, okay, that brought that brought back some brought back some memories for me. Uh, I was just talking about that show recently with my with my kids, but uh, um, but you know that was. You know, 
so you know we look at the malevolent aspect of it you know it's it's it, it is taking them away and to to to, to finally break her and and to really unleash the the scarlet witch uh so you know so but but at the same time you know they were also um you know they, they, this needed to have you know they 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 took things there you know they'll, they'll we know they'll come back as wiccan and 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 speed so you know so you know so clearly that this this plot point did have to happen in order for 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 that to come to fruition with them because we you know the, we got teased with that in an earlier episode uh, when they started with the spectacular where you know they were speed was able to you know be like his uncle quicksilver and then the other thing as far as quicksilver too is like <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. just like well you're gonna give me any time to jump in or are you just yeah. gonna model yeah. okay sorry sorry <laughs> I, I will i will hush now i will hush now I was just in the stream of consciousness, and I'm, I'm just I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna yeah. make one note about Quicksilver. I did not yeah. realize there was an end credit scene. Apparently, it was Agatha all along, and she, in a way, or I guess, is mind controlling him, or is in control of Quicksilver. But you go back to your stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a good sec. I'm glad you did. That was that was. I'm glad you broke me up there because uh, it gives me to where I was about to go. No, it's, it's it leads right to where I was about to go about about Quicksilver, which was did Agatha pull pull conjure the X Men Evan Peters version? I mean, that really it really is him because I mean, some people are like, is he an imposter or not? And maybe he's not. Maybe he just she just conjured him to from the X-Men universe over into ours because, I mean, they are, you know, Wanda is a, a Nexus being, so, um, it, it, which, you know, obviously, um, you know, we get the commercial for that. Yep, yep, and that's why we're going to get Jennifer Lawrence. No, no. Storm, because <laughs> no. they're going to switch up no. old X-Men identity with new Storm, and when really <laughs> what the world wants is Emily Blunt. Yeah. But Whatever. We never get what we want in the Blunt family. Um, it's a theory that you um, you showed me an article um, mm-hmm. earlier this week about the Blue Marvel theory. Yeah. yeah. The engineer. And I thought that was really interesting um, and really creative because the engineer at this point, if they don't deliver us, like if a regular old engineer shows up, yeah. There'll be riots. There will be riots in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Disney shows like subscriptions drop for a yeah. week. <laughs> and then quickly return because you know we gotta watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it, it, exactly. <laughs> it's just I I think to go to our previous discussion about Batwoman, with these these little things that get mentioned. Oh, you better deliver, because the the engineer, everyone is like, um, it's going to be Reed Richards, Mm -hmm. and now we got the Blue Marvel theory, and then I think there was another theory, Uh, Iron Man always gets thrown out there, Yep. but, um, oh, I'm blanking on her name, Suri from Mm -hmm. Shuri, from from Black Black Panther, has also been brought up, And, and so I... I, I think whatever they do, Lord 
please let it be something not obvious, like a blue marble. Um, because with the whole Agatha reveal, mm-hmm. you you can get one. You can get one where yeah. even even people like me. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, it's Agatha. We get it. Um, but you better bring out your surprises. I mean, we, we got to have those classic MCU. You did not. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and well, and I, I think we're going to get there. I just, I mean, the, the, the sad thing to me is that in this episode, Agatha is the immediate person we talk about. Mm-hmm. But the sequence with Monica, mm. Photon. I thought was just beautiful because I like how much they integrated Captain Marvel into it with, without making it overshadow the Genesis of photon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I agree with you that that was well executed because, um, because even though it was like folks, we, we know, we know there's obviously the Doctor Strange tie-in, but you know, but we also know that Monica eventually, uh, you know, in the co- you know, she 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 was a Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and so um, and then of course she's gone by other names. You know, Photon's the you know one everybody drop keeps dropping, but you know she also was known as Spectrum, and the costume that she was actually wearing mm-hmm. is the is the one that she she. Uh, had what adorned as a spectrum so um but it was i, I like the the touches that whenever she was going through the hex and and hearing young monica and hearing carol and and nick mm-hmm. and 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 so it it, it just it really drove home the point that this is a much one to remind us of a, it's a larger universe at play here um and that this that WandaVision, in some regards, is like a a a, a true kickoff into the next phase of the MCU because, you know, we have the classic elements from the first three first three phases, with, you know, with ult, you know with Ultron, the Infinity Stones, Vision, and all that kind of stuff. But then we got the next phase of heroes like Monica, who's going to be in Captain Marvel two. Mm-hmm. And and whoever else you know that will probably show up that will be the the oh shit moment like oh y'all did this where you know it will break the internet unlike the anticipation <laughs> for this last episode broke Disney Plus uh, you know so uh, you know so yeah I, I agree with you I think it was very well executed and really gives us. Uh, a good springboard to, to future stories with this character that, you know, we were introduced to as a child and, and the first Captain Marvel. And, you know, we see them becoming the superhero in this, in this series. And then, um, the sky's the limit as far as, you know, future, you know, Captain Marvel two and any other, you know, crossovers that they may have in, in future films. Yeah, I I agree with you. The the sky really is the limit, and that's the beauty of Marvel. They've earned that kind of trust. Mm-hmm. That okay, we know you're probably not going to like this, but we also know you know we're going to deliver what we need. Yeah. 
<laughs> just when you think we're going to disappoint, we'll surprise you and we'll we'll make sure that you stick around yep. for because we got a lot of Marvel months ahead of us, guys. Yeah. This is not only the kickoff of this of the phase 2, but it's just the kickoff of 2021 and all of the Marvel that's in store for us this year that some some of which we should have got last year. Um, yeah. but we didn't because Yeah. You know, yeah. But you're but you're right though. I mean, that's um, you know thinking back to you know the kickoff and thinking about not giving giving so much away because you know everyone was so locked in this with with the anticipation with this episode that we were going to find out who this engineer is, and then we end up getting a, 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 a you know an a, gen, a, a general who 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 gives you know who gives Monica the the means to get into the into the hex well try to get into the hex but of course it failed so you know so but but then of course so but of course we we get the thing that we all everyone was like oh yeah it's Agatha but but we but we still like so what's to your earlier point what what are we going to get with this engineer and, and what's going to be the curveball with this engineer is it going to be blue marvel or is it going to be reed richards or professor x or who who knows at this point yeah well i hope feige knows yeah well he, of course he does okay. and he's well, yeah with well, feige we trust person. yeah he's and if yeah and feige we trust <laughs> <laughs> Um, the last, the last thing to talk about in this episode is the Nexus commercial, mm -hmm. which has big significance. Now, what that significance is and the potential, I just, I feel like I got a crash course this week after this episode dropped about, there's this thing called Nexus Beans. Mm-hmm. And which could very well and probably will lead into Kang the Conqueror, which yep. we know is coming in, ironically, Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and, yeah. And of course, Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And, Merlin. Merlin. I mean, Merlin. Yeah. yeah. We, so, and the kids, Nexus, um, Nexus means potentially... Um, they're dropping a lot of hints about both of the kids' powers and abilities. And and so it was Agatha all along. And then I think this is an interesting point. Was it Wanda all along? Is that the person that they're trying to um, almost imprison or capture? Or is it the kids, the offspring that um, she has? So... And like like what we said before, we know it's more than more than just Agatha at play here. There are some other right. people who have just yet to be revealed. Right, right. And then there's also the sword aspect. You know, why did they have Vision's body? And um, no one cares well. about mortals. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one cares. Like, we're yeah. we're sitting here. It was Agatha all along. Yeah, she's powerful, and we're yeah. and we're still unsatisfied. And then it's like, well, what about Sword? Uh, yeah, we care more about Agatha than Sword. Yeah, yeah, we care more about Agatha. And also, and also with the Nexus, you know, to our earlier point too. Not only the Nexus beans, but of course, it's the big MacGuffin that Marvel also uses to uh, to open up the door to all the all the multiverses. So you know, yeah. so it's you know, so it's it's, it's a twofold twofold thing i mean one will you know we'll get these nexus beams but we also will get uh the the obvious doorway being open uh to to 
the, the, to the multiverse, and and you know we might already have seen some of that are clearly with uh, with Peter, um, and and WandaVision, and who know and probably we'll get some other um, crossovers uh, in one in probably one of the final two episodes that'll lead us into Doctor Strange. Yep. Yep, and we'll just summarize the end of WandaVision for us, so be on the lookout for that. I think that's it for us tonight. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can. Uh, you can find me at Will M Polk, W I L L M P O L K, and also uh, go check out our uh, updated webpage. We did, did some redesigning of it, and more places where you can easily can find all all of the platforms where our podcast is and all our episodes. So go check it out. And by we, Will means him. Because he does everything. I do very little around here. And you, very do, you do the hard part of like pulling everything together for our episodes. <laughs> I'm very appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at SJBelmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>